it was the me for me. I did a whole lot of shit, but it was the growth for me. Hey, welcome to the Mirror Podcast where we are growing, giving ourselves grace, giving ourselves gratitude because this healing shit is not for the motherfucking week. Okay, I have Shaquille with me here today. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm just Shaquille today, so that's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm Don't me. put nothing else. <laughs> um, but today I'm bringing Shaquille onto um, the podcast because she made a really deep status, and I'm like, I need to see how she, like, she need to help me because, look, I'm struggling in this area, and I know there's other people that struggle in this area, but she talked about the uh, the power of letting go yes. and not holding on to stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So... Um, just a little background. Like I was telling her, like I hold on to stuff, and I know it's other people that hold on to things. Cause like I'm so like always in the what if stage. Like what if this don't work out, or like what if this, what if that, and then I always internalize it as if it's a me thing. And like if I would have did something better, then maybe I wouldn't have to let this go. So I'm gonna let you talk about it a little bit. Okay. So <laughs> where I really wanted to start. Um. Okay. So um, I remember exactly, you know, where she was at. I've I've been there like totally. Um, I think uh, I think to make it like sum it up, I like to think of us as like magnets. So in order for us to attract the positive, we need to release the negative. When I did, right? <laughs> okay. So when I when I really did, I um, I went through a, a period of time when I didn't want I didn't want to let anybody or you know people go. And I think it was um, more so potential, maybe, mm-hmm. um, thinking that it would get better in fear of me not ever getting better than what I had. And then when I had realized, I think, I'm not sure what, it's literally like you wake up one day. You can keep <laughs> trying. God, yes. yeah. You can keep trying. You can keep trying. You're like, God, like, I'm trying to get there. I want to be happy every day. And then one day, I swear, like, I feel like it's nothing but God, but you wake up and it's gone. Literally, it's gone. But you have to want it that bad. And um, you just have to want better. And I feel like when I learn to release, um, I kind of get thirsty. For, I'm not going to lie. I get thirsty for it. To really? where, like, I don't hold on to shit. Girl, not even my, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm going to be honest with you, not even my career. Like, I uh-huh. learned that nothing belongs to me. Uh-huh. Like, hair doesn't belong to me. People don't belong to me. Um, it goes a lot deeper. And that's my problem. Yeah. When I fuck with somebody, I'll be honest. When I fuck with somebody, oh, that's me. That's my nigga. Yeah. Like, I'm not coming up off of them. And yeah. that's my problem. I'll be thinking it's my property. And yeah. it's not your property. And that's, that's be, be like, I don't, I'd be thinking it belongs to me and it don't. So do you know why? Do you know why you do that? Uh, I feel like it's my attachment style. Is that what it is? Yeah. You're t- uh, so do you know why you have, um, whatever, attachment or, Codependent, yeah, codependent. Yeah, codependent. So, do you know why? Where it stems from? I think it stems from like me wanting to like prove to people like I'm enough, yeah. And just instead of me just knowing I'm enough, yeah. Um, but I think it also started like because my daddy, he wasn't really that like in my life like mm-hmm. that. He was there, but he wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's inconsistent, and especially if it's a man in your life, I feel like once I got older, it was kind of like okay, I gotta prove myself to a man. And that, oh man, this is so many. We're going everywhere. I'm so sorry. Okay, but that is the main reason. I think that is the main reason why uh, when you get to learn people, you uh, learn that everything that everybody, whatever somebody does has nothing to do with mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and everything to do with them. Yeah. So then 
I mean, I, I analyze and analyze and I, you know, try to figure it out. Like with uh, parents and grandparents or people that came before, it's like they really was going through something so much deeper than us. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like they should have been there for us, mm-hmm. but it's like they really yeah they wasn't yeah capable, and that's so. what i had to learn with my daddy like now i'm able to release that part of like yeah. the expectation where i was like he should have did this he should have did that like he did what he knew how to like mm-hmm. he probably didn't see the type of love that i'm asking for from him so how can i expect him to give it to me, you know exactly. and so i'm like i kind of just let it go and it allows me not to like be so like attached to that in my life or mm-hmm. attached that to everything in my life because i would get in relationships and I would think I would look for men to be my daddy yeah. instead of just being my partner. Yeah. And it was like, okay, Raven, you got to really release this. And the way I did it is I wrote a letter uh, to him. <laughs> I wrote a letter to him and I wrote a letter. Um, yeah, I wrote a letter to him and I gave it to him. Usually people like to write a letter and, you know, just keep it personal. But I'm like, no, nah, I got to I gotta let him know how I feel so I can really release this. And I wasn't expecting nothing in return. I was just like, okay, this is me letting it go. Yeah, yeah, but I realized like certain things, certain traumas in your life uh, make you do certain things. Like you just said, codependency. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm very codependent. Like it's something that I'm trying to work on because I can be codependent with my daughter. Mm-hmm. It don't just show up in romantic relationships, but it can show up with my daughter. Like so, I'm like I'm so attached to her to where it's like if I don't be around her, if I don't have her, they're like, okay, I need a break. But then once I she leave, I'm like, okay, I want my baby back. Yeah. <laughs> And that's, man, it's, it's also special because it's like that, oh, that's some real unconditional love. Yes. From your kids. Yes. Yes. That like, love is deep. She <laughs> loves me like I've never been loved. And I'm like, damn, this this is what love is like. Like, she yeah. loves me ugly, good, bad. And it's just like, damn, if a nigga don't love me like my daughter, I don't like it. <laughs> no, that's, that's really how it is. It's yeah. really, unco- that's deep. It's unconditional love. Yeah. And. So I guess when it comes to letting go, like like you said, it I think having a relationship is with God is big. Like I feel like I did pray I prayed to God so many days, like, Can you please can you please help me get out of this situation? Can you help me become a better person? But it was times where I was just like, I wouldn't want to. And it won't the thing is it never shows up or it never happens until you actually do the work. Mm-hmm. So like it, it never happened for me until I actually released. So like to where I get to the point to where um more more so than ever now, like I reevaluate often. Mm-hmm. So like if I feel like I'm holding on to something or somebody that is not um a beneficial mm-hmm. to me, they're blocking blessings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all it that's is. You blocking blessings, yeah. you gotta go. You hold me back from what's because really for me. Then I'm not getting And then you could be holding that person back from what's for them because y'all need to both release each other in because order for you. You're not my person yeah. and I'm not yours. And you're gonna get better next it gets better. That's yeah. crazy. I think for because honestly, it gets better every time. So when you have released, do you feel like life has gotten better for you every time? Every time. In every in every way I start getting I always call it gifts. Uh-huh. I say it's gifts from the universe, from God. Yeah. yeah. But I always say I always get gifts. Whether it's like me and my daughter being saved, mm-hmm. my bills being paid, life just working out for me yeah. in mysterious and crazy ways. But I feel like it's um it's karma yeah. for doing it. It's paying me. But I always say I don't pay attention to things that don't pay me back. Yeah. So things that don't pay me back, which it has nothing to do with my um things that pay me back is my daughter. Mm-hmm. In my career, I always just say my money. Because mm-hmm. when I was hurt, all I had was my money. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you have? At the end of the day, what's always there for you? Mm-hmm. 
my daughter and my mother. Yeah. <laughs> but then I also, oh, it's crazy. I also went through something else way deeper right. to where I had to even release the money to where I got, um, I thought I used to be happy uh -huh. uh, years ago. I thought I did this work. But I realized that um, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I just, last year is when it, I'm really solid. Like, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, and people can say that. Like, I think I'm, I I'll be trying to tell myself that. Because right now, I don't have a job. And I have an attachment towards, like, if I had get this job, mm -hmm. then this is going to bring this happiness. I'm going to be able to move on with my husband. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to get to a point within myself to where it's like, I'm not attaching myself to if this works out, then I'm going to become this person. Like, why can't I be that person right now yeah. in the moment instead of waiting on this next thing to happen for me? And I, and I, I, I just, it's so crazy how you can just be attached to so much shit. It's yeah. just not only people, but it's like jobs, money. And it's like, just, it, I'm not going to say flow, but like, like you said, just be able to be yourself no matter what. Exactly. And that's what I had to, um, I had to learn that because the things that help you out of, oh, we got to break everything down, but the things that help you out of your hurt hmm. can also be something that you need to reevaluate. So I, after I got out of my hurt, which is the much well, my, you know, my drive and mm -hmm. my passion, I had to sit with myself because you go from working constant isolation is key. Mm -hmm. You don't, it, uh, it helps you bring awareness to the situations you need to be aware of. So in order for, you know, me to be whole or whatever, or when I reach it, you don't know until you actually go through it. Yeah. That's the thing. And in order for me to reach these things, I had to release the value of money. So what the universe and God will do is trick you with everything. Oh, yes. I, and that's what I feel like God is doing. Yeah. He didn't took everything from me. Yeah, I'm like, like, everything. Look, God, like, why does it feel like, why is it happening to me? But at the same time, I'm so peaceful. Like, I haven't been at peace like I have been. Now, like, I still have my times where, like, I'm resisting and I have my fights with myself um, because I'm still fighting that old me and the new me. But it's like, now that he's stripped, I would never, so I never would have thought that I'd be happy. Like, while walking outside and just walking in nature mm -hmm. is like a happiness for me. Like, I never fucking liked outside. Like, yeah. now I like it. I like going to the lake. Like, it's like I'm more in tune with what I want for myself. And like you say, you got to sit with yourself. Mm -hmm. And see with yourself, what I look at it look at it as is like me having to look in the mirror and be aware of like I'm in control of where I'm at and let me stop pointing the finger of I mean pointing the finger at other people. And I think it's letting go in that. Like letting go of playing the victim. Because I feel like mm -hmm. I played the victim so much in my life and that's why it's like took me so long to be aware because I always wanted to point the finger and like, Oh no, they did this to me and they did that to me instead of being aware and being like, No. You you had mm -hmm. just as much you had more control than they did, and you allowed them to have it. So it's like, when are you going to take responsibility for your part? Exactly, because I'm here because of me. Yeah, and so I'm like, that's sit with yourself. It's hard. It's oh my god, I always tell people, I'll be like, transitioning. I always feel like it's trans, but transitioning or um, ascending, like leveling up, is the most ugliest most beautiful thing mm -hmm. that you could ever do because on one end you're releasing all of these things that don't serve you you reevaluate you making sure you keep positive things then on the other end you're like magnifying your issues and magnifying is so serious because at the end of the day you want to like if we want to be completely honest mm -hmm. people that are positive you know that you know we're, we're you know whole and happy 
that does not take away negative thoughts. Okay. <laughs> it's just teaching you how to deal Real, with yeah. it. Yeah. So we're not saying you're never going to get negative thoughts. You're not going to be negative sometimes. But I guess it's just realizing um, how you should handle those things. So if I'm being negative one day, I, I kind of like, drip. I won't go around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay at home. Because you don't want your energy to come up on somebody else. Yeah. I'm not being, you know, I'm not a good person mm-hmm. today. You know, or I'm a good person always, but I'm not being of service to anybody. Yeah. So let me just. Stay over here. Vibrating at a low level. <laughs> and then as soon as you get them thoughts, you like, those thoughts are not mine. Because a lot of times we like to, um, we like to get other people's, uh, I feel like we grasp other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. So you have to say those emotions are not mine. So, and then keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Be like, nah, that ain't how I feel. Yeah. You, you really gotta, me, yeah. it's, it's really rewiring your brain. Yeah. And it'd be hard, but it's good to be able to acknowledge, like, when you're in a bad space or something like that. You're like, you know, maybe I just need to reset today. And because yeah. a lot of times people don't really talk about that. It's be go, go, go. You gotta mm-hmm. do, do, do. But it's like sometimes sitting down and just chilling and having to really look within yourself and notice, like, okay, I'm not having a good day. Let me just sit back and watch TV or just be to myself. It's not a bad thing just because you're not out hustling 24 mm-hmm. 7 because that's what the world makes you feel like you got to be out getting to it all the time. But then it keeps you from actually doing what the fuck you need to do, like as far as killing. But I want people to like, people got to understand the people that chase are scared. I'm a, you know what? I can't say that. Those are my feelings. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I feel like the people who constantly go, 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 they're running from something. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. When you get to sit and you sit, you become abundant. So then you attract. I don't need to go out and hustle. I don't need to go get no money because the money is chasing me. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a point to where you're attracting all of these things rather than running after them and chasing them, that's when you, you've won. Mm-hmm. Like you got it because whatever is for you is coming. Yeah. You know, and if you just got to put in the work. <laughs> Y'all can't think that just going to sit at home and it's just going to come to you. You got to do, you got to do some type of work. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> right. Some type of work. But then again, I don't, I don't know because I feel like, I feel like I always feel like it's two people. Uh-huh. You have planners, you have not planners. Mm-hmm. And I respect planners so much. I, I planner. probably wish I was a planner. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to be honest, everything that I've gotten in my life has, has mm-hmm. been given to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful, but I also feel like you, you switch roles. So like right now I'm trying to be the planner because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's see what plan gets me because mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not but I've, I've also received all of these things without me having to plan. do much yeah. because um it was in my path. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can believe that. When they, when they say what's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's me. I'm not a planner either, but I'm trying to work on getting towards planning because I feel like sometimes I get too comfortable and be like, oh, it's just going to work out. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing the work towards my goal. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hmm. Does it drive you crazy to um to not plan? Like, does it scare you to not know what's in the future? Yeah, the unknown is why I won't let go of stuff. Wow. Like, I'm like, okay, I don't like what's right here, but... I don't know what's over here. So, it, it, but it's a controlling aspect. Like, I'm in control here because I know what I'm getting here. Mm-hmm. Once I say, let go of this and look into the unknown, it's like, I don't know what's coming. Like, I'm not in control. So, it, it, it makes me very uncomfortable. And the unknown excites me. Really? I don't like to know what's coming. Really? <laughs> because it's always, I'm telling you, the gifts is just be excited. Like, wow, like, what? You know, because I, I don't know. If I know what I'm doing, Mm-hmm. next tomorrow or next year around this time it 
just it's like I don't know. I, I, see, look, and I'm opposite. I'm like, look, I, like for example, like with me, like starting back dating, like I'm used to dating a certain type of man, mm-hmm. and I know what to get from that man. Mm-hmm. Me stepping out into like dating like a square or somebody just ain't like what I'm used to. I'm like, oh, I don't know, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, God. I, I, I don't know if I can let this type of man go because I, I know what I'm getting from him. This part of the person is just going to be continuous surprises. I don't know if it's going to be what I want. And, but I, like you said, it's just them thoughts. Like, I can get all that. I can get what I want from a man, from a man. It ain't even got to be a square. But, like, that man is who I need. I mean, who God has for me. Exactly. Instead of me putting a title on what type of man I deal with and this is comfortable, this is uncomfortable, just knowing what's for me and what man's for me don't come to me. Do you? And I, okay, so uh, another thing I feel like I used to do. And I got out of that and now it gets better every time. But, like, I used to think that everybody I met was, like, forever. Yeah, I, I do hold on to people forever. Like, I'm so bad at letting people go in because it's like I want people to be. I want everybody to come. And everybody can't come. Man, everybody can't go. That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody really can't go. And I think that um, when I got to a place to where I feel like... um people come and serve their purpose. Mm-hmm. And I had learned, because uh, I went back on all of my situations where I let people drag. Well, yeah, I went situations I let people drag me. And I had to look at those mm-hmm. situations. And what God did in them situations, I would have never let them go. Mm-hmm. He always be like, okay, you wouldn't, you ain't gonna let them go, I'm gonna make you them go. Yes, so I let me show you something. Yes, I said to God. So then I was saying, it's like, God, like, and then I started really evaluating. I'm like, okay, so you let people come and it's it's literally people say this, but it's really a season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They come and they teach you things. It should stay positive. And the moment that it gets a little negative, you know the time is up. Yeah, yeah. You said some big like God. That's me. God be having to. I be saying, yeah, he be having to tap me. He be having to whoop me. <laughs> he be having to whoop me. I be like, God, okay, we are gonna give it another try. I'm trying to pray myself out of it. I'm like, okay, God, we got this. We gonna work it out. Then he like. Now watch this. And I'll be like, no, okay, no, God, let's show me again. Yeah. And it only gets worse, though. Like, it only gets more painful. He make, <laughs> he don't make it ugly. Yeah, he makes he it, it so ugly. And it's like, you can't even be mad at him because he didn't show you 50 times. It's just like, I just got to. But that's why I'm learn, trying to learn how to let go because, like you said, I don't want to keep holding back my blessings mm-hmm. by holding on to something that for me. Or, like, just understanding and embracing it. Somebody is coming for a season because it's like if he come or she come for a season or a job come for a season, let me take that lesson and go on to the next thing that God has for me or like the universe has for me because it's something else. It's not post for me. And I feel like me holding on to it, it stops me from being able yeah. to get that. And it's like, who want to take on five years of bullshit? And it's like, I could have been so much further if I just would have let this shit go. Because how, how the universe or God looks at it is like, okay. You dealing with those people? That's the vibrate. That's the mm-hmm. level you vibrate. Yeah, you're not ready for what I'm trying to do. Yeah, because you're not even gonna be able to handle that man or yeah. that person or that situation when it comes because you still down here. Mm-hmm. But we need to get you up here. Yeah. So then you start attracting these things, and I feel like, woo, that's deep. That's so deep. But I'm just like, God, I don't need no more lessons. <laughs> I don't need no more lessons. Look, I got it. Look, I got it. <laughs> you got it. Little oh bit, little bit. Um, but you had said something earlier. You was like, you evaluate your situation or you evaluate all the, uh, um, all the time. So can you give us an example of how you evaluate and like how to 
how to inc- like do it. Like so, okay, yeah. So how I evaluate everything, like this is everything. Jobs, people, anything. Mm-hmm. Um I ask first, how does it make me feel? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it contributing? Uh, what am I giving to the situation? But most of all, I'm gonna be honest, people have to get out of um making equal uh making these these things equal. Selfish and putting yourself first. Those are not the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the same. Uh-huh. So, um, because at the end of the day, like I said, when you get to vibrating higher, no matter what, you're an addition to anybody's life. Mm-hmm. So anybody that you come in contact with, you also need to be a addition to me. Mm-hmm. So then once you get to evaluating these things and how, you know, people or things make you feel and um I think that's the main thing. How they make you feel mm-hmm. and what do they bring to the table. And if you're not getting better, because I had learned, um, I think I learned it first. I had met a, a friend and uh, I think my first experience, I was in hair school and I was still going through my situation. Mm-hmm. And um, this girl, she just came in and like I said, I'm I'm a spontaneous person. I like to just do things all over the place, honestly. <laughs> it works out. Yeah. It works out. But I'm I'm where I'm get better. But when I met her, she literally was like, I feel like she was me, but an organized me. And I was just looking at her. Mm. She was like, she feel, okay, do this like this. You know, you need to do this. And I used to be paying attention like, wow. Okay, so that was like my first realization of a person in the form I feel like God sent or the universe sent to me. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, it just got better and better. And I was like, wow, she was in my life and I felt like I couldn't really contribute. Or at the time, now that I'm reevaluating, mm-hmm. I didn't contribute much to her. I probably did. I was a really great friend. I appreciated her so much. But she really had given me a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Um, she uh, contributed to my myself. Um, what am I trying to say? Self-awareness. Not self-awareness. But my, um, confidence. Okay, okay. That's big. My confidence. She helped me realize who I was. She was the first person. And I only got to experience her for so long. She was she was married and she was from California and she ended up leaving. But I needed her for that brief time mm. because uh she showed me a lot. She started. And um I was like, wow, like uh she really did show me that I was something because I didn't feel like nothing. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. much of nothing. That's I wasn't worth nothing. <laughs> I went through I uh had a lot of I was what do you call that? Verbally abused. That's what it was. I went through a lot of verbal abuse to where it kind of uh, broke me down to mm-hmm. so small, mm-hmm. you know, so small to where I feel like I wasn't worth nothing. <laughs> but um, man, and that's I've come so far, and that's crazy to say that everybody's timeline is different. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's literally been took me six or seven years to be here. Now that I'm thinking about it. And it's like, wow. That seems like a very long time. But and another reason to be um, grateful, you will never be able to receive your gifts until you're grateful for everybody who contributed to the Mm -hmm. one you are. So I feel like we're a puzzle. Yeah. And if I didn't have that person who verbally abused me, if I didn't have that person that hurt me, that person that did this to me, if that puzzle piece wasn't there, I wouldn't be who I am today. Yes. And I I love all of those people. Mm -hmm. And once you learn gratitude and you're grateful for all of that 
life gets better. Because it's like, you seen a lesson. Mm-hmm. All right, I can give you your gifts now, baby. Because yeah. you didn't see it as, they was doing this to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I needed that yeah. to be able to step into my power. I definitely feel that because I have similar situation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, I needed that so I could step into my power and know who the fuck I am. Right. Because I feel like being able to let go is like, I know who I am. I know that I'm That's worthy. powerful. I know that I'm worthy. But I asked somebody, uh, I'm in this group, and I had asked a lady, she's like older, and she was like, I'm like, how do you know your worth? Because people like, know your worth. How do, how, do, how do I know my worth? And she was like, you tell yourself what your worth is. You 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 make like you tell yourself if you the shit or if you feel like shit yeah. like nobody else determines that and I'm like damn the whole time I've been thinking my work is based off how much I've achieved what I've done in life like if I'm married like but it's really like I I, I tell myself what I'm worth do you agree yeah, with that I or? agree yeah I really do agree and then it's um it's a lot of factors that play into that as well mm-hmm. so um all of the situations you've been through and the strength that you upheld through all of those situations and you did it alone, that's kind of where I come from. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, the things that I've been through and the way I held it down by myself yeah. and the way that I thugged it out <laughs> okay. by myself, that's my work. Like, I didn't need nobody to help me mm-hmm. do that. And, but nobody does because in order for you to get through this, you got to go by yourself anyways. But, I didn't need nobody to um to tell me nothing. And when I started realizing, because honestly, I used to be, I still am. Uh, I guess I'm very quiet, and um, a lot of people told me. So how it worked was a lot of people told me like, "You're this, you're that," uh-huh. and they kept telling me mm-hmm. this because most people do come off like, "I'm this, I'm that," you know, whatever. But honestly, I was one of those people like. You know, they telling me, I'm like, for like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Right, I am. <laughs> so then when you start saying it, and then what it is, is honestly, it's most of the time other people say, that's like when you talk to anybody else you're trying to help. Mm-hmm. You see they work before they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, I can't help you until you see it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like us. Until we see our own work. Yeah, it's kind of like falling in love with, with somebody that mm-hmm. is potential, but it's like you see oh, how, yeah, you see how worthy this person mm-hmm. is, and you see how much they can do, but it's like I can't fall in love with my potential, your potential, and I can't fall in love with my potential. I gotta know that I'm able to do it. Yes. Not be like, oh, potentially I can, or possibly no, I gotta know I gotta be able to do it. It don't matter what nobody say, because like you said, people who have confidence in me, like it was times where I felt like I was ugly, and people were like, you're so pretty, and I'd be like, Thank you, me. Like that's what I'll yeah, be feeling in my head. That's crazy. That's crazy. That it's real life, though. It's yeah. really real life, and we we sit and we like to pick apart every little thing about us. Mm-hmm. But until we realize, like, I'm perfect. We gotta realize I'm perfect. Like God, you know, whatever. I was made perfectly. Mm-hmm. I don't need to change nothing about myself. And that is, who having those thoughts. About like, man, if I if my stomach was just a little smaller, mm-hmm. or you know, if I was just a little thicker, my nose is just a little smaller, you know, and I'm only speaking from experience. Like that will tear your that will tear you down, tear you down, and you look for validation. But when you start to, ooh, you gonna learn when you start to love yourself, or no, we're I learned when I started to love myself in a way that was beyond crazy. Mm-hmm. 
I started attracting people that love you even more. Mm. So then, <laughs> that's a big, it's, yeah, ooh, it's so deep. It's so deep. And I, I just be so grateful because I came from, you know, meeting people or even people, women, men, everything. Um, and accepting maybe the bare minimum mm-hmm. to meeting people that giving me a lot to where I had to go back to the drawing board as me mm-hmm. to be like, damn, because you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm pretty sure your situation or our situations, we always be like, I was perfect. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, for I real. Didn't know, I didn't know if I did, if I did anything wrong, it was wrong, you know? Yeah. But then when you start to level up, you, you're gonna meet people that literally or universal God sends you and then. Yeah, you going back to the drawing board like, my bad, you know, you're falling to where they're mirroring, but you learn, this is what you learn, everybody mirrors you. Mm-hmm. The pl- Where so you went in your life, they mirror you, yeah. So you meet people and they gonna, mir- they gonna turn that mirror back on you like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you what you do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that, like, mm-hmm. I feel like in my life, God has shown me people and it'll be like, damn, I do this in a way different way. Like, if I'm dealing with somebody that's like, or like a friend that's controlling. It's like, I don't like that she controlling. Then I'll be having to look at myself and I'm like, but girl, you controlling this fuck. Because when you start to feel, okay, any little, that's crazy separate. Yeah, so if I get, like, even if friends, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they do first, I always reevaluate. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, all right, so I say, maybe somebody's being a certain way. No, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You say, why do you feel like you being, they being a certain way? Mm-hmm. It's a trigger. Mm-hmm. So then you gotta go back. Why was I triggered? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where is this stemming from? Because at the end of the day, they're just being them. Mm-hmm. You just need to be you. And, and why it's kind of like, don't you so take much. A, yeah. <laughs> just, just, we just should not take offense to things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you also have to read about, like, you know when, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's negative and then when it's, yeah, something that you're just tripping about. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, just me being able to she said a good thing, like you being able to see something for what it is and then be like being able to be like, okay, this is allowing, this is making me feel like this, but what, what does it resonate within myself and why is it making me feel like this? Because it's probably a part of me that needs to work on that. Exactly. Myself. Yeah. We just talked about you, like that being resonating with ourselves, like when somebody like triggers something within us, like irritates us. Um, but you had said something earlier. You was like, um, you are able to be more graceful to people that may have done stuff that wasn't as positive in mm-hmm. your life. Like, how do you let them go and not, like, harbor on to, like, this is how you made me feel? Or, like, you wasn't that big of a, like, you wasn't that positive. Like, you, was, you, you made an impact on my life, but the way you made me feel in that time made me feel like shit. So, like, how do you, like, do you let them go and be like, okay, I'm not dealing with you no more? Or do you let them go and still be able to have a relationship with them on some type of level? You can't never, you're never going to receive um, the good if you don't completely let them go. Okay. But I feel like uh, what helped me in the beginning, because I'm a, the raw, it's like you got to tell yourself something in order to get there. Mm-hmm. And when you finally get there, you can see what it really is. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, um, I had to look at those people. I'm talking about parents, family, mm-hmm. how they operated, because those those things come into play. And 
you just have to realize that everything that they did, it had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So, because a lot of the times people like to, um, they see your potential, but they need to dumb you down. Mm. They like, it's kind of like how the system does this. Mm-hmm. It's how everybody does, you know, black people. It's like, and I don't want to say, you know, black people specifically, but everybody. It's like, all right, I see you could be great. Mm. I don't need you to see your potential, so let me dumb you mm-hmm. down. And I feel like men, they like to do us like that, you know, sometimes. So that's why it's good to be in your power because when you're in your power, nothing can break you. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what it was at the time. I had to just reevaluate those situations and be like, damn, they telling me, you know, this is what I am. But then I'm starting to realize, like, for real, for real, I'm like, damn, you, you weren't even equipped with what I had, mm-hmm. to be honest. I got a, a mother and a father, you know, that love me. I have, what am I really crying about <laughs> if you want to be honest you have to really start to see like i don't gotta be over here so. right what the fuck i'm tripping right. on because <laughs> you gotta think what's important you know your family and things and even if you don't that ain't even you know the thing it's like people like to uh see your situation and they want to feed upon it because nobody in your surroundings wants you to level up because then that then that makes them see if you see like things you're trying to do mm. now you're going to learn that uh, a lot of people can't take it mm-hmm. because they're going to look at you and then that mirrors themselves and then they're like, well, I need to be better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes either they can level up and be better or then they can tuck their tail and then they want to bring you negativity mm-hmm. still. Or they just can't take it. They want to just, you'll see, it's kind of like when you say you're home and people got to go. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to be in your vicinity or in your, your energy because you're only putting out you know what I'm saying? High vibrations. And people can't take that. Yeah, that's they crazy. can't take that. That's crazy. So then, but in, yeah, completely release them. And then if they come back around for a circle, don't get me wrong, you'll know how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And um, you can speak positive because I love everybody a part of my journey. I love mm-hmm. I'm going to say I love Like brothers and sisters. And that's how did you get to that point? What? Like to be like, I'm, because I think I understand because like it's a soul shift. It's kind of like, I understood your purpose in my life. And so, like, I love you for that. Mm-hmm. But I also know you, so I know mm-hmm. how to deal with you. Is that, was that what it is? Yes. And then another thing that helped, this is crazy, but another thing that helped me too was anybody that I ever dealt with, oh my God, it's crazy. Anybody I ever dealt with, God put me in their situation mm. after them. So, yeah, it's hard. But um, I was in their shoes in the next go round. That's crazy. It was very good. To where I got to see their point in which I'm already understanding. Uh I got to see their point of view. But it made me love them more. Because I'm like, you didn't even mean it. Mm -hmm. You didn't mean it. And you were trying. But I just wasn't Nick. It's okay because you're going to meet people that just say Nick. It's like, but the only thing where they need to hold hold their self accountable is holding on to people until they get to the next. That's when I think people are wrong. Like they hold on to somebody till they get to the next person. Mm-hmm. That's when it's wrong. Like I get that not being your person because I'm gonna be honest. A lot of the times, this is what men do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like to date around. They have multiple girls, right? And a lot of girls they like to hold on to the fact that the, these men never let them go. Mm-hmm. That's my. He ain't never leave me. He gonna always come back. Don't don't do but that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that same man that you talking about never let you go. Go out that night and holler at the next girl. You know why? Because it's always open. They're they're looking for until they get that one. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, 
not everybody. I think it helped me when I uh, realized that when people would do me wrong, it's okay. I wasn't that person for you. Mm-hmm. If I didn't make you want to be better, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that one. Mm-hmm. You gonna meet that person? It's gonna make you. Yeah, and I feel that mm-hmm. like. I, I feel like the thing for the what if, I always try to tell myself, like, ah, what if myself to death? And I'll be like, what if that person move on is better? But it's like, what if I move on and it's better for me? Why is it only what if for them? It's always better for Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we both can get blessed if we just mm-hmm. let each other go. But I just want to talk about, I wanted to talk actually that because it's like, it's, it's big to be able to love the good and the bad of somebody and like being able to release them because it's, it's hard. It's hard. And it's, I think it's learning to not attach yourself to nobody. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I had learned to not attach myself to anything or anybody, I think my life got better. But where do where do we, how do we find, how do we learn how not to attach ourselves to nobody? Like, or, I know I've read into it, but it's kind of like just going with the flow or like just being in the moment instead of. Not putting expectations. This is crazy because. Oh God! Now that I'm grown, <laughs> this is crazy. I I get a lot of people ask me. Um, and I never know how to answer this question, uh, but I know that the feeling when the feeling is right. But now that I've I've reached there, I have a lot of people that ask me, well, "What do you want from me?" And I have to tell them that I don't know what I want from you. And I say this because not saying I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to take people as they are. Mm-hmm. So when they enter our life and they show us who they are, um, that's what you take. Yeah. You don't take it and be like, well, we're going to turn into this. Yes. You're going to try to change. <laughs> but I was, I was saying that you don't want to have to change somebody. I think that's just big. Well, that's not being able to try to change somebody. That's, that's, it's hard for you to change yourself. So don't be trying to change somebody. And then you were saying something about women being at home by themselves. Just to- yeah. So um, a lot of times I feel like, you know, women always say like, you know, I'm going to stay at home by myself every day, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Because you clearly know your worth. Uh, but what makes you want to go after a man that doesn't stay at home by himself? You know, so then it's like you want to attract what you are. And um, a lot of the times, yeah. That's just... And let go of what the fuck ain't for you. <laughs> Attract what you want and let go of what ain't for you. Exactly. Um, but I'm so happy that I was able to have Shaquille on my podcast because it's been so... Like, our conversation been so deep. Like, it's... It's good. good. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's too good. <laughs> it's been so many hop moments that I've had. And it's like, okay, let me go re- reevaluate. Um, so, my takeaway for y'all is just to... Just learn, get to know you so you can know that you are worthy and be comfortable with letting go of stuff because we don't want to block our blessings. Of course, everybody want to get what they deserve in life and we don't want to keep holding back what we actually, God has for us because we holding on to something. I usually try to take an action item from this. Um, I guess the first action item is whatever you're trying to let go of, um, identify that and identify why you're holding on to it. Like, make a list of why you're holding on to it and start releasing it. Uh, you got to write a letter to them. Um, whatever you got to do, just try to release that. But again, like I said, I'm so happy to have Shaquille on the show. I can't wait to have you back. I like, know, this yo, is... Yo, <laughs> your thought process is just like, it, it ignites me to think deeper. So I really appreciate you and, and you don't even know how many people you're going to impact with just everything you just said. But it starts with an open mind though. So yeah. like just the fact that, you know, 
That's it. Whatever. Yes. It, it starts with an open mind because if it was closed, she wouldn't be, be able to receive it. Yeah, but she's would, already there. But she's already like, there with it. Girl, still, she thinks she knows. Yeah, like, but you already there with it. You already, you open to it. So it's good. Like, be, be there. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming. Uh, thank you so much for being part of the Be Rare brand. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm just glad I'm able to show y'all black women putting themselves first, loving themselves, and yeah, just loving themselves and knowing they work because it's you don't see that often. But I love y'all and thank you for tuning in. Have a good week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>